Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson, welcoming you to the February 3rd edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by the Security Federal Bank. If you missed last week's show, please go to my website, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com so that you can hear more about the Paycheck Protection Program and how easy it is to access those dollars. Security Federal is looking for local businesses, small businesses, and minority-owned businesses to apply for that funding. Also, our show is brought to you by my favorite consulting firm, Janice Allen Jackson & Associates. My special guest today is attorney Ben Allen. He has been a practicing attorney in Augusta for over 43 years. And he is with me today to discuss um, a very important topic happening in the state of Georgia and in Augusta, and that is the potential split of the Augusta Judicial Circuit. In addition to being a practicing attorney, Uh, 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 Mr. Allen is a graduate of the University of Georgia Law School. Uh, He's a former state representative, served uh, District 117 for seven years, and he was also chief judge of the juvenile court uh, for about seven years. So he is uniquely qualified to address this issue. How are you doing today, Attorney Allen? Doing well. How are you doing? I am great. I thank you so much. I have been wanting to talk about this topic. In fact, uh, at one point, I thought I was going to have Judge Brown, our chief judge of Superior Court, come in. But unfortunately, uh, he believes that there may be some litigation resulting for this and felt like it therefore would not be a good idea for him to be on. So I don't want you to feel like you're playing second banana. But I had told my listeners that uh, he would be with us. I just needed to explain the reason for the change. I have taken a look at, just put together a little chronologies for our listeners to sort of put in perspective what I think has happened so far. Uh, If you look back to 1870, uh, at that point, the Augusta Judicial Circuit Circuit was created with Richmond, Columbia, and Burke counties all together in one circuit. Uh, Also, look, there are 49 such judicial circuits in the state of Georgia. Uh, So we got a county with a state with 159 counties. We got 49 judicial circuits right now. uh, And there are only about 14 single county circuits. Uh, Most of those in Metro Atlanta, but a few smaller ones like uh, Rome, Georgia, Albany, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia. Each one of those has an individual um, circuit. And I understand Athens and Oconee may be considering something um, similar too. Uh, Superior courts for background handle uh, felony cases mostly, but I think you can shine some light on that one. They handle felonies, divorces, things like that. Um, But some of the superior courts, I understand, may handle some misdemeanors as well. And you can talk a little bit about that for our listeners. Um, Also want to point out that in November of 2020, Jared Williams, who's also been a guest on the show in the past, uh, was elected as the first African-American district attorney for our circuit. Uh, In December of 2020, uh, Columbia County uh, made it known that they were interested in separating and creating their own uh, judicial circuit. In uh, January of this year, 
state senators Lee Anderson and Max Burns uh, submitted Senate Bill 9, uh, which would call for the creation of the Columbia County Circuit. Later on in the month of January, Richmond County voted to uh, support the separation of the circuit as long as they could get that fifth judge, that position that is now vacant, as long as that position would return or be a part of the Augusta Circuit. Uh, also, Burke County took action um, asking the state to study this before any decisions would be made. And I understand that a couple of days ago, uh, the state Senate actually passed the, the bill along. So that's what I think I know right now to get our listeners up to speed um, from reading the various newspaper articles, media coverage, et cetera. If I could break it down into groups, it looks like the current judges are vehemently opposed to this. Um, they feel like the costs have been understated and just don't think this is a good move for the three-county region. Uh, Columbia County obviously is all for it. I think their resolution was unanimous. Uh, Richmond County voted, I think, unanimously, but there seemed to be some feeling that they didn't have any choice, that the Republican-controlled legislature was going to pass this anyway, so they might as well go ahead and support it. Um, although some Richmond County commissioners have come out saying that they were opposed. Catherine Smith-McKnight in particular uh, said that she was a, didn't feel good about it, even though she had voted for it. Uh, our Richmond County uh, Senate Senator uh, Harold Jones has said for a long time, he's actually been in favor of such a thing like this. And like I said, the folks down in Burke feel like there's something is they're on a train and they don't have any control over what's happening. So in a nutshell, that seems to be what's going on. But please tell me uh, how um, we should look at this. Uh, please enlighten me with your history as we prepare for this show. You shared a number of things with me in regard to the fact that this has been discussed for a long, long time, uh, yeah. dating back to when you were in the legislature. So can yeah. you tell us some more about that? Yeah, in, in the uh, early 90s, about the same time that um, when I said we, Richmond County was discussing consolidation and taking a look at um, all delivery of services within Richmond County. Uh, some discussion was had at that time as to whether or not Richmond County should lead the Augusta Judicial Circuit. Uh, there was discussions at that time because uh, of the difference of opinion as to how uh, Columbia County uh, was delivering judicial services, how Richmond County was delivering judicial services, and how Burke County was delivering judicial services. All three of the counties um, do things a little bit differently, and but uh, nothing was ever had. Uh, then you, you bump along for a few years um, to the mid to late 1990s. Again, this idea of splitting the circuit came back up. It came back up really um, uh, because of uh, the difficulty in um, uh, Richmond County electing judges um, to the bench uh, who happen to be uh, non-white. Um, uh, because what you, if you take a look at how the judicial circuit is set up, um, it almost reminds uh, civil rights uh, litigants of what we used to call multi-member districts. Uh, multi-member districts came into play really 
to ensure that uh, certain political powers remain in power. Um, and, and if you, 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 what most people in Richmond County wanted to be in place, particularly uh, minorities, minorities wanted a little bit more say so about who would sit on uh, the benches in Richmond County. Um, but uh, the, the, the county that ultimately had the power to make that decision was Columbia County as opposed to Richmond County because Columbia County uh, had a little bit more sway uh, as to uh, the electing of judicial judges. Uh, so, so all of this was discussed years ago. Uh, and, and each time uh, it was brought up, uh, it, this is to show you how politics have changed. In the late 90s, when um, the minority community brought up the idea of splitting the district, um, the minority community was told that um, there is no uh, administrative reason for splitting the districts. The case, when you look at the case numbers and how uh, uh, judicial services was being delivered, there was no reason to split the district. Fast forward to uh, 2021, um, case count and uh, doesn't matter now. Uh, the cost to each individual county doesn't matter now. It's all politics. Uh, the, the political power, political party that's in power wants this done. Therefore, that political power is taking steps to make it happen. That's, that's really what this is all about. Um, and, and I'm a little disappointed uh, that, that we have come to this um, point in, in time. Uh, because if you take a look at, uh, instead of talking about politics, we ought to be talking about um, what is good for the communities involved. What is good for Burke County? What is good for Richmond County? What is good for Columbia County? Um, what, could, what can the uh, citizens of Burke County, Richmond County, Columbia County look forward to in the delivery of um, justice in each one of our communities. That should be what's being discussed as opposed to the raw politics, uh, um, uh, particularly raw politics with racial overtone. Uh, we ought to be talking about the delivery of justice. That, that, that's, what, that, that's why um, our officials are put into office to talk about the good of the community. No one is talking about those things at this point in time. Um, you know, and, and, and I, you know, if, if they were to ask me, uh, that would be the first thing out of my mouth. Uh, let's talk about, you know, how can we better deliver justice to the citizens of Burn, Richmond, and Columbia County? Okay. There's a way to do it. Yeah, and, and you obviously have some unique perspective on that, having been a chief judge of juvenile court. And for those that don't understand, juvenile court really is a part of superior court. It, it is a part of superior court. That, that is absolutely correct. Right now, um, uh, there are some practical reasons why we ought to take a look at the delivery of justice in these different counties. Uh, and juvenile court is at the forefront of it. Um, uh, in in, um, in Columbia County, uh, juvenile court is handled differently 
than juvenile court in Richmond County. And this has um, more to do with uh, the juvenile court's relationship with the Georgia Department of Juvenile Justice. Um, the Georgia Department of Juvenile Justice provides certain court workers for uh, uh, Richmond County. So th there's a relationship there. In Columbia County, that is not how juvenile court is set up. It is set up differently. It is a standalone uh, juvenile court where the, the, the court workers, the probation officers, they actually worked for uh, the judge in juvenile court. So there's a difference of how you deliver uh, juvenile justice in the two, the two counties. Um, and Burke County uh, is done somewhat differently than um, the, the Richmond and Columbia County. So when, when you talk about uh, are there practical reasons for splitting the circuit? Yeah, there may be. And the practical reason could be based on the delivery of um, juvenile justice because they're all been done differently. Another practical reason is why you may want to consider splitting the circuit has to deal, do, deal with how uh, misdemeanor cases are handled. In Columbia County, um, Clark County doesn't have a state court system. Uh, a lot of misdemeanor cases, particularly those state uh, misdemeanors, they're handled by Superior Court in Columbia County. That's not the way it's done in Richmond County. Richmond County has a state court system, so does um, Burke County. Burke County has a state court system. So all misdemeanor cases are handled by state court in Burke County. All misdemeanor cases are handled by state court here in Richmond County, but in Columbia County, it's done differently. Uh, so, so there's a lack of uniformity across the board in the Augusta Judicial Circuit because of this lack of uh, uniformity. Uh, there is a reason why you can argue that, um, uh, that the circuit ought to be split. Um, if you're not gonna sit down and honestly deal with the differences, and there are differences. There are other differences across the board. Okay. And I'm curious about how those differences come about if you're under the umbrella of one circuit. Are the differences um, due to organizational structure in those counties, due to politics in those counties? How is it that there are differences? Uh, I'm going to say politics has a lot to do with it, more so than anything else. And also, part of the problem is no one really want to deal with uh, juvenile justice um, in, in, in this community. Uh, they want to be, um, uh, in, in, and I, I, I tip my hat to uh, Judge Carl Brown. He has really pushed as hard as anyone can push to get uh, the different communities to really uh, notice what's going on in juvenile court. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, the, the political powers don't want to hear. Um, basically, uh, I think a lot of them have taken the position, you know, out of sight, out of mind, or they consider um, juveniles who run afoul of the law to be little adults, and we ought to treat them like adults. That's not right. And, and Judge Brown understands that, and Judge Brown has tried to get uh, the political powers to, to, to understand that, that 
Um, uh, we need to uh, address juvenile justice. Maybe this, with the splitting of the circuits, um, that's one way to get each county uh, to, to say, you know what, we ought to do, do things differently when it comes to uh, juvenile justice. And, and, and so that, that's why I'm saying that there is a practical reason uh, why, be, be, because um, the, the needs of uh, juvenile justice in Richmond County, uh, those needs are different than the needs of juvenile justice in Columbia County. Uh, and, and, and maybe if we have a self-contained uh, circuit in Richmond County, we will better, we will be better able to address the needs of juvenile justice. Um, so, so that is, you know, that is a strong argument, a very strong argument for, for splitting the circuits. Um, but you know, in every article I have read, uh, everything that I've seen on television, uh, even through my research with the administrative office of the courts at the state level, uh, they have a research and data unit. And of course, they look at caseload data. They look at cost and those sorts of things. Um, but I don't, I don't think I've heard anybody really look at what the impact will be in terms of prosecution and outcomes related to juveniles. Um, so the point that you are making is that there are a lot of things that maybe should be considered, but seems like nobody's talking about them. That, that's, that's my position. Uh, they're not talking about it uh, because they don't know the relationship between juvenile court and superior court. Uh, no one, uh, unless you have worked in juvenile court, you would not uh, appreciate the relationship between juvenile court and and, and superior court. And the uh, other thing uh, that when it comes to uh, case count, those kind of things, uh, see, I, I don't know how they're doing the case count uh, for the circuit because if in Columbia County, uh, superior court is handling misdemeanor cases, that's somewhat misleading in terms of um, the case count. Um, uh, and, and, and and maybe that's why uh, this time around it's pure politics and no one is looking at the case count because I think you need to back out mis misdemeanor cases uh, that, that should, should not be a part of the case count uh, in terms of the number of judges that you may need uh, for the Augusta Judicial Circuit. Um, shouldn't because um, Burke County don't use misdemeanor counts. Mm -hmm. Richmond County doesn't use misdemeanor counts. But, but you, here's what you hear folks talking about. They're talking about raw politics, and then I'm going to tell you something about raw politics, and then they're talking about dollars and cents. Um, you know, you, you hear one group say, well, it's not going to cost that much money. Uh, the other group said it's going to cost a, a lot more money. Um, there's no question in my mind that anytime there's change, you're going to see more dollars spent. That doesn't mean that it's going to, uh, you know, if you spend, you know, it doesn't mean that you're going to spend an appreciable amount of money. It's not going to be an appreciable increase, but there's going to be some increase. Uh, initially, there will be an increase, and then after everybody sort of settles in, uh, I think uh, the, the cost will level out, 
and um, the cost in Richmond County um, will probably drop. Uh, and the long term, it will. Long term, I think it will drop. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing that will nudge it up if Richmond County aggressively began to address juvenile court because there's more money needs to be spent uh, in juvenile court and the juvenile court is attached to superior court so uh, that's the only place that you're going to see more dollars is spent, being spent. Um, you know, as I was thinking about this, there's a parallel, uh, I think, with the library system almost. We used to have uh, an East Central Georgia library that was a multi-county library system that has now been broken up and Richmond County libraries are on their own. I didn't trace the history to see who pulled out first. Uh, but I do know that the Richmond County Library System has struggled pretty significantly financially after the breakup of that, that regional system. Um, so I always just kind of wonder about what the, the long-term impacts are going to be when, when these things happen. Well, There's always going to be. Uh, see, here's the thing that uh, I, don't, I don't want anyone to think just because you split up and it looks like you uh, your, your caseload is less, that somehow or another you're going to spend less money in delivering services uh, because it, it, it takes a certain amount of money to deliver good judicial uh, services. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing that um, uh, I, I wish we would talk more about when I said we, I'm talking about those who have the, uh, the power to make this decision. I wish they would talk more about delivering quality judicial services to the people who are being sued. That, that when someone um, have an experience with the court system, that they feel good about that experience. I mean, they're not gonna be totally happy, you know, but, but at least they, 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 they will walk away and say, you know what, I had my day in court. Mm -hmm. uh, I was listened to, uh, I was able to present uh, my case. Uh, you know, it may not have turned out the way I wanted it to turn out, but at least uh, I, I feel okay. I feel like um, the, 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 the government, the system um, um, what was fair in, in, in meeting our justice. Uh, I, I think that, that, that that's what we ought to be talking about. How can we do that? How can we uh, do it a little bit better than what we're doing now? Uh, no one is talking about that. And don't you think, though, maybe the counties have different perspectives on what justice is? I mean, that was one of the things that I think I saw as a result of the district attorney uh, race that we just went through was that one candidate, very strong law and order, another candidate saying, let's work with people, particularly young people, um, classrooms instead of courtrooms, I think was the slogan that he may have used in some of his, some of his ads. And uh, Mr. Williams actually got about 34% of the vote in Columbia County um, with that type of approach. So that those different definitions of what justice you, you, you're, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And, 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 and one of the things about, um, people. Uh, everybody talk about uh, being tough on crime. Everybody. You know, no, no matter what 
their political persuasion, no matter what uh, their, their, their race may be or ethnicity may be. We all talk about being tough on crime until it affects you. You know, until your child uh, happened to be uh, the one that's facing, facing justice. Uh, if you know, your family member, your, your niece, your nephew, one that's uh, on trial, or uh, God forbid, you, 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 you run afoul of the law, and you're facing uh, the weight of the government. Then you begin to say, you know, uh, I, I, I still believe in law and order, but th this is different. You know, this is different. I, I, you know, we we ought to do it this way as opposed to the other way. It's okay to be tough on these other folks, you know, but but not on me. Uh, and and I and I think that uh, that that is the attitude of a of a lot of people. They just don't think that uh, the government, uh, the judicial system, is going to land on them or land on someone that they care dearly about. As uh, long as it's the other people, uh, then you you talk. Uh, the nonsense about uh, throwing the book at folks. Um, th that is not justice. You know, that, you know, you know, you may, they, 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 they use the term justice, but, that, uh, but um, what, what that is, that's uh, being vengeful. You know, um, and, and we know we're not supposed to be vengeful. Basically, justice means that you take a look at the situation and you, you come up with a fair way of dealing with the outcome. That's what justice is all about. And, and, and people know that. Um, it's just that uh, if you don't see um, your neighbor as, as your brother, and if you don't believe that you're your brother's keeper, then you can talk about um, um, being tough and, and, and going out of the way to hurt folks. But uh, uh, folks don't mean that. They don't mean it um, at, at all. They they mean it as long as long as it applies to somebody else. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, as long as it applies to someone else, and we 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 see it all the time. We see it all the time. Um, you know, and, and I'm, um, one of the things that I noticed when I was in the state legislature, uh, this was years ago. One law that I, I thought was just just too tough. And, I, and a lot of people say, well, how, how you thought that was too tough? Well, there was a law concerning if, uh, if you're under the age of 21 and you're caught going more than 20, uh, 25 miles per hour over the speed limit, you lose your license. And, 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 and I, I may have been the only one, one of the few in the legislature who said, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, it, it became law. Fast forward a few years after it became law, everybody was running around. Uh, when I say everybody, a large number of people were running around saying, we, we, this is bad. And, and you know when it became bad? When parents had to deal with their students going back to college and they were running behind schedule, speeding, losing their license, and the parents got to turn around now because the child has lost his or her license, the parent got to be responsible for getting them back to school. Um, uh, they thought it was only going to get the bad people. 
but they found out that the bad people um, uh, also included their children. Uh, and when they found out that, everybody wanted to do something differently. And that's the way um, all of these things are. When they find out that it, it's at your doorstep, then um, being tough on crime uh, is not, that's not really the way you want it. Uh, Attorney Allen, you know, we could talk all day. I wish I had a one hour show on, on days like this <laughs> when I have guests who have so much knowledge and experience. Um, but I do just sincerely thank you for highlighting some of the other aspects of considerations uh, for major decisions like this. Thanks okay. so much. You're welcome. Please join me next week on Local Matters. My guest will be Brad Ussery of the Augusta Richmond County Coliseum Authority, and he will discuss the projects on the upcoming SPLOST 8 referendum. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.